I think we should update the intercredit show's thumbnail to say now with trash talking. Yeah. yeah. Why don't you make that a Patreon goal? If we get up to $2,000 a month, we'll start trashed. Oh, <laughs> trust me. I have already made that promise on Twitter. Once we hit a certain threshold, we're going to have a special segment where we just trash talk people. Oh, my God. We'll dig dirt on the target of your choice. Sir. Yeah. The Molyneux of the month is what we're going to be calling it. This is Insert Credit, the relentlessly on-topic video game talk show where every topic must reach a consensus within six minutes. I'm Alex Jaffe, and if I had to make a soul pact with a video game demon, I would choose Dante from Devil, Devil May Cry. Technically a demon. Oh, Dante. Uh, Dante. My, my name is Frank Zafaldi, and if I had to make a soul pact with a video game demon, uh, Firebrand from uh, Gargoyle's Quest, because that's the first one that comes to mind. Then Gargoyle's Quest slash Demon's Crest. Yeah, I really like the first Game Boy game that didn't come out here, I think. No, it came out here. That's right. The second the, one on Game Boy. Yeah, a, quite a tasty a video game. Um, my name is Tim Rogers, and if I had to make a pact with a video game demon, I'd go straight for the old classic Satan from uh, uh, the Dante's Inferno game by Electronic Arts or the Xbox 360. Oh, man, specifically, Satan. specifically the Xbox 360 version. If you're forcing me to make a pact with the demon, I'm going straight to Satan because he's old reliable. Dang. He's a Ford truck of a demon. Can't beat that. Not that we're supposed to one up each other with these, but I mean, <laughs> Satan, Satan, Satan's pretty well up there. Uh, my name is Brandon Sheffield. And if I had to make a pact with a video game demon, uh, weirdly, the only video game demon I can think of is the is the Caco demon. I don't know if that's how you say it. But oh, the, it's Caco that, demon. That fella from Doom. I guess I'd make a pact with that guy because this is the only one's name I can remember. He so seems like a real party boy of a demon, doesn't he? Yeah, he's probably having a good time shooting. Like beams he would probably make mouth. you sell your soul for a for the right to party for the rest of your life. Yeah, it's actually the Caco demon. Sorry to you know correct you, Dad Gummit. That voice you just heard is our special guest this week. Uh, joining us is a character animator from some of your favorite games over the past 10 years. including My the, favorite? Yeah, some of your favorites, including <laughs> the surprise resurgent Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Jonathan Persona Kim is here. JPK. That's uh, me. Wait, right here. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Is that from the last 10 years? I think it is. Yeah, I think it's 2010. Just, just barely. Uh, yeah, just made it. You know, I never saw that movie. Oh, wait, no, no, it is. Uh, wait, hold on. Okay, the movie came out August 13th, 2010. That's a little bit more than 10 years ago. So <laughs> when did the game well, come out relative to the movie? Later than that. Later. Yeah. Anyway, John, you got to do a demon. You got to do a demon. Our new editor's oh, got to go in and, and make replace the word 10 with 11. Just to no, be they safe. Don't. <laughs> We're good. I'm joking. Uh, John, what demon would you make a pact with? I'm Jonathan Kim, and uh, if I made a pact with a demon, I'll go with my uh, my good friend, Demi Fiend from Shin Megami Tensei and Nocturne. He's a half ah, demon. Right over the plate. Oh, yeah. Yep. But I'm sure that yeah, counts. That's a good one. Yeah. He's that's a good, good friend. It's a decent demon to have for a friend. What, John, what's that fairy's name? I like that. Pixie? Yeah, just Pixie. I like Pixie. I'm, I'm already getting us off the rails, but I feel like the uh, Shin Megami Tensei series is the only series where the first characters that you get and like the first demons and stuff that you interact with are actually really fun and characters that I would like to continue interacting with, even if they, if there were some way to keep them, 
if there weren't more powerful demons, I would still keep this. Although this Nocturne game, Pixie, you can keep for the entire game because she gets super buffed if you have her until the end, the end of the game. That's right, yeah, because she's sort of a character. Yeah, yeah that's that rules. great. That rules. That rules. This is a show full of characters. It's why people tune in every week. Now, Tim, you won the last episode, which typically means that you get mm. the first question. Uh, but I'm going to ask you to go second this week, unless you'd like to second. save your question for last. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I can go win if. Okay, first, I think we should address the news of the day. Yesterday, there was a big Sony presentation. So the next oh, six yeah. minutes, I want you to sell me on a PlayStation 5. Oh, uh -oh. no. Well, uh -oh. You, can't, you can't buy one because uh, what they're all, uh, the pre-orders are sold out. That's got to be fake. You got to be able to just buy one, probably. Just walk into Target. They're probably going to have them. I, I can't believe that. Last one, buddy. Yeah, every every single one sold is going to be, oh, last one we got. Every employee at Target that day has to have a trench coat with a PlayStation 5 inside. Yeah. <laughs> hey, buddy, you want a PS5? Really yeah. sell the fiction. I don't know how to sell you on a PlayStation 5. Do you not have a PlayStation 4? And have you never played any of the classic PlayStation 4 games that they're I don't offering uh, with, the play, with the PlayStation Plus? Well, you don't own a TV. Then we have to sell you a PS5. Right. Do you have a computer monitor? I do have a computer monitor, yes. Okay. Well, right. that, that'll do. Yourself. That'll do. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a box that plays video games. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm familiar with what it does. Um, that's as far as I got in my research on the PS5. <laughs> so I've been having a lot of thoughts about this because it's clear that Sony and Microsoft are having a very different approach. They're taking a different approach to this next generation. And Microsoft is totally like, okay, we are selling you Game Pass. What we're selling is Game Pass, and you can have an Xbox that plays Game Pass games. But what we're really selling is the idea that you get all these games if you buy Game Pass. Because the Xbox is just a really cheap, relatively cheap, I should say, high-powered computer. And you know that all the games will run well on it. Mm -hmm. And that's basically what the PS5 is as well, except Microsoft's tactic is we're just going to sell you like a Netflix subscription uh, that you play on this box. And so the, the Xbox is like a Roku, basically. And then PS5 mm -hmm. is more like we have a bunch of exclusives for you, but they don't really, really have them because they're all also going to be on PC and uh, they're all not coming real soon. So uh, I was having this theory that maybe the, f the company that will, that will do well with the hardcore is the first one that admits this is just a fancy PC that plays our specific games very well. It's cheaper. It's like a third the price of buying something with these specs as a PC yourself. So that's what you're getting. Um, maybe, maybe that's too pragmatic, but uh, that's, that's what I've been thinking. I, I don't know how to sell you on a PS5 because none of those exclusives are going to be done till 2022. Maybe I could sell you on that. Yeah. Actually, Alex Chaffee, uh, let me ask you a question. Uh, do you sure. like comic books, kid? I like comic books. Yes. Uh, the PS5 here, it's got the new Spider-Man on it. So uh, you, you're going to need that. Yeah. It's Who's the only, the only system that's going to have Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man Miles Morales, no less. Yeah. Is it a full game? Is it an expansion? Is it glorified DLC? Uh, who knows? Yes. Just, just buy it, punk. Yes. <laughs> I saw some fun speculation that the, uh, the ice, the pools of ice on the ground were going to be the new, uh, the new puddles, if you recall that fiasco. I w <laughs> yes, five ice puddles. That beautiful, beautiful yeah. ray traced ice puddles that he's like walking over very perilously. I feel like he's going to slip and crack his tailbone any second. I, I was watching that. I was I was getting scared. Well, he can stick to ice, I think. Yeah, he can so. stick to stuff. Yeah, I guess um, he does. Right? I don't understand how the sticking works like through the shoes. That's weird. I just got to say. I thought you were going to say that the ice is the new villain. 
of the, of the game. Yeah. Iceman yeah. from X-Men is in there? Yeah, or something. Yeah, he's one of Spider-Man's amazing friends. I know that much. That's true. So there's, this Miles Morales also includes like a remaster of the PlayStation 4 Spider-Man, right? You Does know it? what? I don't know how to actually sell you on this PlayStation 5 because I'm scared. I'm confused. Yeah. I'm confused. Can I not just download my Spider-Man from the internet and play it enhanced on the PS5? That's not the case because they've announced an actual remaster of it. I don't understand. I feel like I've been uh, I've had my finger on the pulse of video games for so long. It's weird to uh, feel this in the dark about a new console less than two months from its release. Less than two months, Jerry. It's coming out in in a little over the seven weeks. I mean, come on. Isn't that a little weird? It is. Because they, they've announced that there's all these PlayStation 4 games that you can get on the PlayStation Plus collection or whatever they're calling it. I don't know, man. But know. Uh, it's already a winner. The consoles are already all sold out. Yeah, they're all sold out until suddenly they find some. They're going to find some more in the back tomorrow, Jerry. Right. I'm, I, they're going to oh, we found a bunch. Oh, we found some more. You kids want. Oh, we got more. <laughs> there's more pre-orders. We're allowing an, another round. And oh. then. Everyone's going to slobber on up to the feed bag. Tim, I've been meaning to tell you this for a few weeks, but it's a little embarrassing. It's pronounced Jaffy, not Jerry. (laughs) (laughs) Jaffy? Uh, uh, I'll see what I can do, Jerry. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Tim, did you have a question? Well, I mean, not really much of a question. I'm doing a review of a video game uh, that I can't really announce. I'm not going to announce what it is. I'm working on multiple projects at once. And uh, I was going through a particular publisher's backlog and i was just looking at the games they had made jalco jalico oh, like yes that, that was them i'm just kidding i don't think it was them and uh. i was just seeing uh there were so many really really good video game names back in the day like one word video game names like shatterhand mm. yeah names like shatterhand like if you look at uh for example if you look at namco right and you look at a name like pac-man for example Right. Because I'm doing a Pac-Man review as well. You look at Pac-Man. That's a heck of a name, man. Right. Yeah. I mean, I know that it's it's hard to separate yourself from it because it's such it's this ancient video game that everybody knows about now. But it's like that's a that's like a miraculously good product name. So nowadays we have video game names like Injustice and Dishonored and Destiny. OK, that's my question. Basically, what what what's the deal with? What are some of the best old game names and what are some of the worst current game names? That's my question. That's what I'm thinking because I'm hmm. trying to think of good names. The names worst I love. Name. Galaxian. That's an incredible name. Yeah. Right? I don't know. A lot of the current names, it's like you have to put the word game after them in order to find them if in a search bar. In order to get a .com, yeah. Yeah, or yeah. I mean in order to even find any information. Like if you just type in Destiny... You're, you're, you're like, like there's a whole lot there's a whole history of stuff having to do with destiny before that video game yeah people aren't making enough unique game names that are just like i don't know galaxian is something that yeah i don't know someone made up that name yeah i miss when people would make unique video game names like elite <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, i mean bullet witch that's a good one bullet witch bullet witch is a great name what, there's like, okay, so I'm, I'm thinking the four worst I can think of off the top of my head are Injustice, Dishonored, no offense, Dishonored, great game, Injustice, Dishonored, Destiny, and Anthem. It's like these games are made to just, uh, now, I don't I know, feel like man. I have to correct you because the game is actually called Injustice Gods Among Us. Nah, it doesn't, that's too much. Yeah. <laughs> like Injustice Gao. 
Injustice gods <laughs> among us. Ow. I wonder what is up with that. It seems like one of those AAA trends that just started happening, like how everybody has to have crafting. They also all have to have one ambiguous name that can be said instead of making like Kickmaster or something cool. Kickmaster. Kick yeah. Yes, there it is. Yeah. That's that's the that might that's be the winning name. one there. What about games like Myst, where it's just a regular name, but you change a letter? That's okay. Like Mortal Kombat. Right, there yeah. you go. Mortal Kombat, change the K, C to the K. Um, I so, went to the Moby Games website to try to find some cool names, and just uh, on this day in gaming in 1993, uh, a game came out called Paso Comic Purple Cat Volume 3. So, I love it. I only played Volume 2. Yeah. But right, right above that is Winning Post. I don't know. That's pretty good. Winning, winning Post. Good. Wait, what does Winning 11 mean? Uh, there's, 11, there's 11 players on a soccer team. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's like the Magnificent Seven, and then Pretty you good, add huh? four more, and you get the winning eleven. The Magnificent Seven, the winning eleven, which will triumph. Yeah. Kadash, strength in numbers, or Kadash, good name. That's a good name. Rastan is a good name. Yeah, Zillion. Zillion's good. Zillion. Yeah, good. It's hard to separate from the genre now, but Rogue was a pretty good name. Rogue is a I, pretty good name. I don't think Rogue's a good name. Why? It's a, a it's not a word. good SEO. It's it's an existing word. You know what I like yeah. are the rogue likes. That's not true. <laughs> that's not true. I like them, but uh, that's not that's the, not the point I'm trying to make. You know what name is good? Skyrim. That's a good name. Yeah. Oh, you, you know what game is name is good? Ultima. Yeah, Ultima. yeah. yeah. It's the last game you ever have to play. Yeah, Ultima is the ultimate. It's a little Final silly, Fantasy. but uh, yeah, Final Fantasy is great. I like Final Fantasy. Sure. Um, a little ridiculous, little silly, but Mega Man was a pretty good name. I, I think Mega Man's kind of a trashy name, but in a, in a good way. Right, it's a good trashy, is what I'm saying. It's right. a little ridiculous, but it works. Like that, no, nothing else would ever be called Mega Man. That's just that's what that is. Oh, also this this game wasn't very good, but um, Never Dead is quite a good name, I would say. Oh yeah, that's pretty good. Oh, bad game, good name. Bad game, good name? name. What would you name Mega Man now if you were to create that IP now? Ultra Boy. He's clearly I, not a man. I would go with Rockman. I know it's an outside choice. Yeah, there, that's a good one. That's my that's my joke. You know what? As good a name as you think Mega Man is, Rockman is a pretty good video game name. Do they call him Rockman because of rock, paper, scissors or because of the rock influence soundtrack? It's because of the latter. It's the rock and all of the characters are named after music in the Japanese musical terms. There's bass. There's treble. Yeah. Yeah, but they didn't come along till much later. Yeah, I think that was like the second game. I think it's that in the first game there was a typo somewhere and they switched uh, Rockman and, and Gutsman. Um, oh, he was oh, supposed to be Gutsman. Right, Gutsman oh. is a guy who throws rocks, but his name is Gutsman. Right. Yeah, so right, I think right. they switched the names and he was it was supposed to be like a guy who's really gutsy, Gutsman. You know what? Uh, that, in, all, in all seriousness, I, I almost uh, buy that. <laughs> the Japanese word Gatsu just kind of means a dude that's real strong and goes wild. Okay. So, so I mean, I'm sorry. It's just what the word means. I can't allow... Um, I can't allow for the misinformation. <laughs> I cannot tolerate misinformation today. Yeah, this besmirchment of Nihongo will not stand. Yeah, the superior Nihongo must be allowed to triumph. <laughs> I have another question for you all. Oh, okay. okay. What are the best Sega games that are usually left out of the canon? Oh, uh, the... Columns. <laughs> Columnus? John, you want to explain why Columns is good? Well, first of all, can I just say Columns is a pretty boring video game name? It sounds uh... kind of... It kind of... <laughs> It kind of sounds like you're doing your taxes. Yeah, it's not a good video Maybe game that's now. why it's left out of the canon, but do explain, please, why you like it. What if I rename it Columns God Among Us? 
<laughs> We're getting closer. Excellent. Excellent. What if you renamed it Mega Tetris? Oh, uh, yeah. Columns Witch. Anyway, <laughs> please explain why Columns is good because yeah, I, don't, I don't get it. So it took me like, what, 20 years or something for me to finally understand why Columns is so beautiful. It's a, it's a game we can play with one button because all the pieces rotate vertically. Uh, like those. I like and those. It's like the, the, every other game, you're trying to just match colors up like in stacks and then you just clear it line by line and make combos and you attack each other with it. But in Columns, you play, the most important way to play is play, playing diagonally, which is so different from any other. Well, maybe the closest equivalent would be the not Tetris Attack. What was the one where you play with the, oh, Wario's Woods, where diagonals are pretty important too. Warriors Woods is legit. It's hard to get those diagonals in your brain, I find, especially with combos. Yeah, so that's the thing, too. It's like, because it's such a different game system where you play diagonally, you don't really... It, it, it doesn't trigger in the same way that you plan ahead in other puzzle games. So there's a lot more accidental combos, and when it does happen, it's more satisfying. But the, my most favorite part about columns, especially even columns three and stack columns, is that... Um, I like columns three. Yeah, they're really good. Uh, you queue up your attack power. So in, in let's say in Puyo Puyo... With the second you break your chain, you go and attack. But in columns three and stack columns, you can store up your energy. And uh, there's a max limit, too, so that you can't just like completely destroy an enemy. Like you, you can see the opponent building their meter up, and you have to strategically choose, like, oh, should I try to you know, get them before they get me? And the second you launch your attack, you destroy whatever gem they have on their screen. So the second they get like a power gem, you can just destroy and ruin their lives. Or if you see that they're going to break something, you can destroy that and be like, oh, nope, nope, screwing you over. It's like... It's very active. It's more empowering. And it, it, it's a great game feel. I guess it sounds like it does a lot more with the... Because uh, I, I mean, I have this opinion that is perhaps wrong because I haven't studied it enough that any one of these puzzle games that has a sort of uh, uh, like garbage-based multiplayer is just kind of not a super compelling game design. But if it has like something that you can like choose when to use it and you can blow up their power gem and it rewards you for paying attention to the other side of the screen... Uh, maybe that's cool. I yeah. got a long play of Columns Three on my YouTube over here. I'm watching, and uh, first of all, I remember the, how there's this, there's like a stage in a pyramid. I love the pyramid aesthetic, and uh, yeah, the diagonals look pretty hot. Maybe this has something uh, has something fun for the whole family. I would say with the garbage collection thing, that other other games that also do that and and give you like a choice of when to use your specials and stuff are uh, the Tetris Battle Guide in, and also. Puyo Puyo 4 does that. That was the first one I played, but I know Columns came out before that, Columns 3. Uh, so I don't know if these are necessarily great games uh, in the canon, but I have a couple good game names uh, from Sega as I was okay. looking for things. Oh, game uh, names. That's what I'm all about these you days. Ready? You ready? Yeah, kill me, bro. Base Fury. Okay. And Laser Ghost. <laughs> laser Ghost? Oh, I'd play Laser Ghost right now. Yeah, Daddy like a laser ghost. Hook me up with red. You know what's a good LA or a good Japanese video game name is the LA Machine Guns. Oh yes, that's a good that's Sega true. game. Yeah, name. you know that's Spanish for the Machine Guns. La Machine <laughs> Guns. <laughs> Actually, but it would be Los Machine Guns. So La okay. Machine Guns is uh, yeah. Well, thanks. I don't. I, I don't know that any Sega games not in the Sega canon. I don't know. Like Sega as a brand is just all of this old stuff piled on you like every other year. Dude, Laser Ghost owns. I'm looking at it on YouTube. Sega Sonic Arcade or whatever it's called. Oh yeah, the, it's terrible. Um, the rollerball. It's a bad. Game. Is it terrible though? Because yes, I don't think any of us have gotten to play it with a rollerball or have. I, I have I've gotten to play it with a rollerball. Yeah. Yes, it's terrible. Yeah, it's really hard. God damn it. 
I played it at Galloping Ghost. You gotta roll that ball like crazy. Well, that was my idea. I played it at Galloping Ghost <laughs> as well, idea. I just want to say. That's not, even, that's not even a joke. California Extremes, where I played it. I also played Ghost Lasers at Galloping Ghost. Laser Ghost at Galloping Ghost. I mean, Laser Ghost. I, I mean, I, I literally did, though. I could say most of the Saturn library, because a lot of that stuff is just stuck there on the Saturn. Like, they're not re-releasing it. They're not bringing it out for everybody to play. So you can't play Shining Force 3 or Panzer Dragon and Spy with any ease. Um, mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. trying to do remakes and stuff, but you can't actually... You can't go and play those games. That's why when that Panzer Dragoon remake came out, Have you seen it? a Have bunch you of people it? were like, yeah, I did for about 15 minutes. That's how long I could get into it. I was a little I was a little hateful of it while I played it. It gave me a trouble. So there's 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 OK. So to revise uh, this question a tiny bit, okay. I would say Panzer Dragoon Saga is the Sega game that is perplexingly left out of the canon, not in so much as its reputation as a good game, but in the fact that you've just never been able to play it again and it has this reputation. Yeah. Does that make sense? It has this <laughs> reputation as like this masterpiece and no one can play it unless they that's, emu- emulate that's so it. That's how many good Sega games to say. But, I think we got uh, there. We're out of time. The uh, short uh, answer is Sonic Chronicles The Dark Brotherhood. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic game. What are the worst games with the best aesthetics? I'm looking at this uh, Sega Sonic the Hedgehog arcade game. Uh, it's, looks, it's a good looking that's a game. Beautiful, good. beautiful video <laughs> game. An un-understatably beautiful video game. It is incredibly good looking. What was the uh, what was that game that was like shown in an E3 uh, compilation maybe a year or two ago that had this really interesting pixel art style with really intense lighting? Oh yeah, lighting the last night. Yeah, I mean I haven't played the game, but you know that. That that I mean, is that the game where the it was like a very quick milkshake ducking of the author within yes. like an hour? Yeah, yeah. It, it turned out that his his idea of the dystopian oh. future was the socialists took over. Yeah, um, and oh. it quickly went downhill. Too many there, women or whatever. Yeah, he lost his publisher, and that was the, it. yeah. The very the very opening crawl of the game was girls have killed the world. <laughs> <laughs> That's how the game started with a Star Wars like crawl. Yeah. <laughs> It's like oh. last night, episode four. Also taken over. <laughs> I still think that game looks amazing, but I'm not gonna play it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't touch it with a 14 foot pole. I think Floating Runner looks pretty good in in the current era. Flat shaded uh, polygons and stuff. It's it's really old and sparse looking, but I, I like how it looks now. But I think that it it's it's bad to play. I'm still watching this Sonic. You all just got me over here thinking about L.A. machine guns and just a <laughs> L.A. machine gun. Yeah, like a lot of those. Okay, I mean, I don't want to say light gun games are bad games, but there's 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 not really a whole lot going on in them. Virtual Fighter 2, you can shoot the tires out of the cars. That rules. In Virtual Cop 2? Virtual Cop 2, yeah. Yeah, Virtual yeah. Virtual Cop 3 got that slowdown mechanic. It's beautiful. Yeah, that, that's a game that got left out of the canon. That's still only in arcades. Unless you want to modify an Xbox to play the Chihiro version. Those games have bone wild, beautiful aesthetics as yeah. well. And they're not necessarily, I think the game, the games aren't bad though. They they can't, uh, I don't know, nothing, nothing can live up to those beautiful aesthetics. The Jurassic Park arcade game by Sega. Remember yeah, that? that one? With those yeah. incredible like billboarded sprites everywhere. And it's just like, you know, T-Rex running at your Jeep. That's an incredibly good looking video game. All those little bird ones. So just as an aside, uh, L.A. Machine Guns was a sequel to Gunblade NY. Gunblade NY. I love that game. That game if looks good, too. If this was a trilogy, what would the third game be called? 
Oh, is there a baby. third escape from movie? Because it, oh, it's following baby. the same trajectory, right? It, it would probably be San Francisco yeah. or something. No, no, it would be Chicago Blasters. <laughs> no, no, it would be called Lund. It would be called London Blasters. That's what it would be called. Okay. I think they'd call it San Francisco Rush. San, Fran- San Francisco Gun Rush would be the yeah. fourth one. Going, going yeah. back to the question. Uh, <laughs> sure. I think a lot of the way forward catalog kind of, for me oh, at yeah. least, the whole uh, dang, falls dang. into the, the, the visuals being uh, a lot uh, more interesting to me than the games. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Frank, we haven't hit the $2,000 uh, yet <laughs> on the Patreon. Oh, you're right. <laughs> that way that was that was very diplomatic uh the way i expressed yes. that come on yes. oh okay okay two thousand dollars if you want to hear the rest right <laughs> yeah that's yeah. that's our business model right now oh yeah. man so i'm finally watching this part of the sonic long play where he's getting to uh he, it, where the player is uh just be i could i it's the, the frustration is palpable uh this is a pretty bad game but lord it looks good this is it my answer good. oh my god it looks so good yeah, it just does not it to look fun good. to play at all. I'm an answer that's not necessarily games, but you know the Polymega games, the, the console that's mm-hmm. a, yeah. that emulates a bunch of things? It has the greatest UI. It's so nicely designed. It's so sleek and beautiful. But, you know, people aren't very happy with it because it's not true. Uh, it's not FPGA. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, whatever. Those people should get over it. That's what I think. There's like some fighting games out there that I know it's right on the tip of my brain here. Some fighting games that have an excellent look, but don't, don't play that well. I can't. Oh yeah, like old Sega ones, like uh, not Arabian Fight. What's the other one with the big anime graphics? There's a game oh, called Arabian Fight. Yes. Arabian Fight rules. Oh, that's yes, great. Sega game. <laughs> it's it's oh, coming soon to the uh, to the Astro City Mini. Yeah, that's Astro City Mini. It's on that, right? Yeah, that's and also have Dark it. Edge or whatever. I just want to say I can chill with like most games, like uh, even if they look like trash. I used to go to the arcades in Japan and just sit down and play like whatever trash, just feed my way through it. Just to see all the, the the aesthetic. Tim coming down with the controversial opinion that all games are good. Yeah, I mean, all games are, if, if you can just hang out with them, like, why not? You know, when I was at uh, Kotaku.com, I said I wanted to call my video series How to Like, and then game name, like How to Like Crackdown 3 was the title. I kept proposing titles like that. And then uh, they were like, oh, we can't do How to in a, in a video title, please. And I'm like, oh, oh. man. God, that would have been I, great. I, How to like, because my videos were just me being positive. I, I just pitched a show idea that was basically a recipe show for playing video games. And it was oh, kind of the same thing, right? It's like, like, here's how to enjoy this game. Like, and, and it's, uh, here's the recipe for playing it correctly. Love it. Yeah. So that's the real answer. So that's the $3,000 tier is that Tim and I start a show. <laughs> how to like things. Yeah. How to like dot uh, com. Speaking of fighting games. Which non-fighting game character would you most like to see as a guest in a fighting game? Oh man, Geralt from The Witcher. If they put him in Soul Calibur, that'd be so cool. Yeah, I can only imagine. So SNK is really good about this thing, because remember, Ko uh, has a girlfriend and she showed up later in, was it Gal Fighters? Or I know she shows up as a striker in one yes, of the later Ko's. it is Gal Fighters. I guess that's the answer. I, d- I don't know if I told this story on here, but um, with that Samurai Showdown 5 Perfect version that we found for the uh, Neo Geo Samurai Shutdown collection, um, they had put in a joke there of teasing a character that a bunch of players wanted because uh, there's a character named Kazuki and a, who's got a brother named Sogetsu. Those are both characters. And then their sister is named Hazuki and she's like a leaf nature character lady. And fans kept asking, like, when will she be in the game? When's she going to be a playable character? And so in 
Samurai Shodown 5 Perfect, which only just got released now in 2020, 15 years after it was finished, um, we find out that they were trying to troll the player base by hinting that she was going, like in the end of both of the brothers' uh, endings, it hints very strongly that she will be in the next game. But they were already finishing up work on Samurai Shodown 6 and knew that she wasn't going to be in it. So it was like this little troll move they were going to do. So I guess that's sort of the opposite of the answer. That's but, mean. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, the joke was uh, ultimately on the developers because it never came out until now. So uh-huh. I'm going to throw back to a couple questions ago and say Kickmaster. I'll put Kickmaster in there. He can only kick. Yeah. Man, get, get Shatterhand in there too. Why not? Oh, yeah, man. Sure. I would love a Smash Bros of just like, uh, this is the worst concept ever. A Smash Bros of like cool, cool characters from like games that people don't really like. Oh, yeah. I want to play as the Street Fighter. Sunny oh, Chiba. the Sunny Chiba Street Fighter? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. I just want to say that for anybody out there who uh, thinks that the answer to this question would be uh, like uh, uh, Buddha, Jesus, Moses, Odin, Santa Claus, Zeus, anybody who thinks the answer should be that, you fool. Have you not played or even heard of Fight of Gods by the Taiwanese indie developer, digital crafter, at whose office I hung out in Taiwan two years ago? And uh, I cackled shrilly at their game. And it's actually a pretty good fighting game. I haven't really heard how it plays. Uh, well, you could uh, find out by downloading it with a Steam code that I can send you. Okay. I kept hoping that it would come to a console for me. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm man, it playing was, fighting it, games on console. It's pretty good. It's got Santa Claus in it, man. It's got Santa Claus in it. Nice. I believe it's on PS4. Is it not on PS4? Might be. Man, if it is, I should get it. Um, yeah. I guess one of the obvious answers is Bonk. Bonk okay. should be in there. <laughs> Yeah. Was Bonk not in Hudson's weird uh, uh, Alterna Smash Bros? I, he, he wasn't, I don't think. I'm going to go and uh, what, the one stand Optimus up. the Prime and, was in? I'm going to yeah. go get it, and I'll be right back. Okay, go get you've it. Got, you've got the, the Alterna Smash Bros. The Mega Smash Brothers. I feel like all you're asking us, Jaffy, is uh, who do we want to be in Smash Bros? And the answer that everyone gives is Goku, right? Right. Mm-hmm. I want God darn... Okay, this is my, my serious answer. You ready for my serious answer? Brandon's gone. Uh, so he's not going to hear my serious answer. My serious answer is guts from Berserk, named yeah, after the Japanese good. word for tough guy. Guts. I want guts from Berserk in my goddamn Soul Caliber. I want man. Griffith in there. Give me Soul Caliber seven, right? Come on. Oh man. So it's, did you hear me, Brandon? Yes. Guts from Berserk. Put I guts totally from Berserk agree. in there. Yeah. The, come this, on. This uh, lineup of characters in this uh, like Dream Mix TV World Fighters game that we were talking about is it's <laughs> wild. It's it's Bonk, and it's not Bonk. That's who's not in it. It's um, <laughs> Bonk's not in there. It's Bomberman. Um, okay. Simon from Castlevania. Love yeah, him. He's one. in Smash Bros. now. Takashi Meijin, um, one of the baseball guys from that baseball series that I forget the name of. Um, Pro Yaku or oh, something. Yeah. Um, Pro Yaku Big Heads. Yeah, Pro Yaku Big Heads. Frank's favorite baseball game. Um, Goddamn <laughs> right. Beyblade is in there. Just um, a Beyblade? Just it's like up. <laughs> it's, it's one of the dudes. One oh, of the single dudes. Blade. It's not just the top. It's not, not just the spinning top. No, unfortunately. Um, yeah, Optimus Prime is there. And one of the, the wolf guy from Bloody Wolf. I mean, Bloody Roar. Whoops. Um, B. Anyway, it's ridiculous. Poppin' Twinbee? And Twin then some B? lady. I don't know who this lady is. Yeah. Wait, so I got, I got an answer. Okay. Um, yeah. Character I want in a fighting game is uh, Shiori Fujisaki from Tokimeki Memorial. Ooh! She's the hardest uh, girlfriend to get. I should be just so. My Shiori. So 
Yes, yes. She'd be so powerful. And she's in Bomber Girl. I want I, I want to tell you something. I want to tell you something, Persona. That's pretty good. Shiori uh, became my girlfriend a few days ago. Uh, in, my, in my playthrough that I just did. I got wow. her too. In case anyone doesn't know, I'm, I'm doing a review of a Tokimeki Memorial and it will be available on my channel uh, in about two months. So check that out. It's part of my run up to Cyberpunk 2077. I, I saw fit to review Tokimeki Memorial. Find out why in a few months. What? That's awesome. I, yeah. I don't care about the buzzer. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to slip in a dumb joke one real quick, which is an answer to both this and the Sega canon. Uh, I think the FMV cowboy from the hologram time traveler game should be <laughs> in fighting games and also a part of the Sega canon. What would his special moves be? Um, jumping awkwardly. There was a laser disc at you. <laughs> uh, he's got a gun he's got a six shooter there you he go. does have a gun he could yeah. instantly kill oh, and also he can, he can time travel to warp around you kind of like Raiden in Mortal Kombat yeah so, so in other words the answer is Guts from Berserk Guts, guts from, from Berserk we're going to be right back after a short break The world is a vampire. I've heard that before. Of the world. I'm not sure who said it. It was Hatsune Miku. Welcome back to Insert Credit. It's time for our Patreon question. Oh, Every scumbags. So someone... Tim, Tim you, know, you know we actually lost uh, subscribers because of you calling people scumbags. <laughs> oh, it's a joke. <laughs> You're gonna burn, or is your Patreon? Yeah. Someone, someone actually Get mentioned it. Two thousand dollars a month on Patreon. I got a guy cancel his his three dollar pledge to my Patreon after sending me like an extremely long uh message about how uh I'm canceling my pledge and let me tell you why. And then he goes on to be like, "You released a three hour video. I don't have time to watch a three hour video. I, 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 you should break it up and release like a ten minute video every day." And I'm like, oh, man, yeah, you're wilding out here. Why don't you just watch 10 minutes of it a day? Anyway, that's the kind of person who, anyway. Anyway, so <laughs> someone, someone actually commented, uh, Brandon, that they were unsubscribing from the Patreon for this podcast because Tim called them a scumbag. Or dirtbag. I believe I used <laughs> yes. the word dirtbag most of the time. Dirtbag was the word, yes. Yeah, they, they, they were like, yeah, I, I don't need to be called a dirtbag. So uh, until that stops, I'm going to unsubscribe. Look. Bags of dirt are very useful. You can use them to like your garden and stuff. I need eight of them right now. In yeah. fact, for for, for well, we back got, area. Well, if we've got, got five flood, of them right on this show. Call yourself a <laughs> yeah. dirt bag. Uh, so this question comes from a dirt bag named Sam. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's just start calling our fans dirt bags. No. Uh, how did the Japanese video game industry save itself? They were in a very dark place at the beginning of the last decade. How did it recover so well? Oh, Valkyria Chronicles. <laughs> oh, Valkyria, Chron Valkyria Chronicles was definitely a good game. I actually have, I've, I've got a theory about this, which I had been working on for some time. So Japan was having this whole, like the industry there was having this whole existential deal where the, the Xbox 360 was clearly the most popular console. Mm -hmm. And they knew they had to make games for it. And so they tried to make games they thought would appeal to Westerners. They tried to hire Western people and they wound up making all these mediocre or bizarre games that people didn't really super want. And then they kind of gave up on it because not only was everybody over there having trouble still transitioning to 3D, they were 
having trouble getting these game concepts right. And that's when you got, mm-hmm. um, I mean, Yakuza came out before this, but the the ethos of, you know what, let's just make games for Japan for a while. And they started doing that. And then that's when the game started getting good again, because they weren't trying to be something that they weren't. I got this great um, quote from, I think it was Hirokazu Yasuhara, who's the, the, I talk about him a lot, but the Sonic map maker for the original Sonics and all that, and also Uncharted. And he was like, Western game developers are really good at working with a giant possibility space. Like, we could do anything. What can we do with that? And Japanese game developers are really good at working within constraints. Like, give them a specific box and be like, you can make anything as long as it fits in this box. And that's when they start to uh, thrive and push against the boundaries of that of that box. And when the 360 came out uh, and the PS3, the possibility space seemed so vast that uh, everybody was lost. But then they started being like, let's just make games for us again. And then that box was enough to kind of make them good again. That's my theory. Mm-hmm. Does anyone else have a theory or is that it? I mean, there's a whole bunch of there's a lot to talk about with regard to this. Oh, yeah. Japanese video games did come back at some point. They just uh, they where did they go for a while? I don't know. What were some examples of Japanese video games that were released during the time when Japan was not the best? Brandon, so like, off, off the top qu- of your head. Sure. Uh, Quantum Theory, Vampire Reign, uh, Operation Darkness. Um, mm-hmm. Shadows well, of the Damned. N- Shadows of the Damned, Never Dead. Never um, Dead, yeah. Uh, 99 Nights was okay, but it's part of that whole deal. 99 Nights was a real suck that game i guess that was also largely a little bit in korea too but anyway yeah, was a korean game right uh yeah, binary was domain was which is okay binary domain is a game that has a whole lot of fans now though doesn't it i think so anarchy reigns which is also okay there were a couple of games be- being made around then like uh for example i think blue dragon and lost odyssey are two like all-time good video games that just mm-hmm. got kind of weirdly lost because they were they went all in on the console that was going to lose in japan yeah yeah. And they lost to those Japanese sales and they lost the man. You know, actually around then, um, I, I've probably harped on this on previous episodes of the show, but I, I remember Blue Dragon and Lost Odyssey getting really negative reviews in the West mm-hmm. because they're so old fashioned. It was like right before it was cool to have something. Uh, they didn't know how to like Dark Souls yet. You know, they didn't know how to like uh, old fashioned, dumb, kind of trashy design yet again like they, they it kind of went out of fashion for a while mm-hmm. and i feel like those games were real good and the fact that those games didn't do very well and didn't get received very well in the west and they were on the loser console in japan i feel like that just kind of killed a whole bunch of stuff there's also like uh it was that middle stage where a lot of japanese companies they didn't know how to transition into like hd graphics or the whole pipeline of how to uh right. make a big console game because everyone was still making games in like the old uh oh yeah like the master style of like, you know, everyone wants to do exactly one thing and everyone has to do their one job. It's like they didn't know how to work together in giant teams to make assets for a big game. And like a lot of companies died because of that. Like Lost yeah. Odyssey was made uh, with extremely bad, uh, which is complete disregard for best practices for Unreal Engine 3. Uh, I know this for a fact because none of the, the, the Japanese translations of a bunch of the Unreal help documents were, were incredibly bad. They were like written by clearly some white guy who wore flip flops to his office 
every day. I'm, I'm talking about myself. I translated a whole lot of Unreal help documents into Japanese personally because the developers were asking me to all the time. And it ended up just being like my all-consuming hobby. I translated hundreds of pages of them horribly into horrible Japanese. And uh, the fact that I was doing all of this after Lost Odyssey was already out is kind of wild. Now they seem, seem to love that Unreal. Yeah, they do. One thing I heard from a lot of Japanese developers at the time was the big problem was less that the documentation was in English and more that all the forums were in English because mm -hmm. all of the weird questions that you wind up with, all that it was all that information was in English. But I think there's a large enough community of people who have tried and failed with Unreal that now you can just ask stuff in Japanese. So the reason the Japanese video game industry kind of faded a little bit was uh, I would say it's Unreal. Uh, I think Unreal was a huge contributor to that. And I think that they just got their stuff back. They got their stuff back online. I think Yakuza is the reason the Japanese game industry came back. Yeah, Yakuza, Yakuza. And, and, uh, and Valkyria Chronicles are the two touchstones, I'd say. They could save the Japanese game industry. Persona 5, throw yeah. Persona 5 in there. Uh, I guess uh, Nintendo Switch did have a huge Zelda and a huge Mario released in the same year. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of a big deal. That's right. Nintendo held up their tent pole there. Next question. John, over a decade Hi. ago, you worked on the Scott Pilgrim game, which after being <laughs> delisted for six years was finally announced for re-release quite recently. The Scott Pilgrim comic, film, and video game are all informed by a nostalgia for 8-bit and 16-bit games. Uh -huh. Ten years later, if you shifted that nostalgia forward by as many years, how would Scott Pilgrim be different today? It'd just be a PS1 3D polygon game with shifting textures. Yeah. Wait, when did when did that's the game it, Clash it. at Demon Head come out? 1989. So when did the Scott Pilgrim comic book come out? 2005? 2005. So it would have been 16 years. So we're looking back to 2004 then, is what we're saying. I, that's all I remember about Scott Pilgrim is that there's a band called Clash at Demon Head. Right. Okay. So that's Half-Life 2. Half-Life 2. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, that, I'm trying to like define that aesthetic in my head because I still remember it as being this extremely photorealistic game, but obviously <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's got a, it's got some technical art direction going on all over it. Half Life Two rules. I think PS One is still a good answer. I think PS One is the answer. Yeah, I agree. PS One because we're seeing a lot of that, like like mostly where we're seeing it, and there's a ton of this. I don't know if you guys have looked into this at all, but there's a ton of horror games yes. coming out with the yeah. PS1 aesthetic. Yeah, um, it kind of became a thing, didn't it? Yeah, it really did, and I think it's mostly limited to horror games because I think that's just kind of what serves the PS1 aesthetic best is uh -huh. uh, you know a world that kind of looks like it's shaking and could fall yeah. apart is really so I think we predicted scary. that happening in like the first season of this show. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, oh, I We're believe we smart. did. So wait, what would what would the band names be if if Scott Pilgrim were written right now and it Silent had never Hill. been written before? Would there be a band called Silent? There would <laughs> there be a band called Dynasty Warriors. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Snake Eater. They'd have a song Ooh. called Kesson as well. Yeah, that would be the name of a song. <laughs> the Dynasty Warriors. They'd be called the Dynasty Warriors. The right. Nine Inch Nails would be in there as well. Uh, who else? What else? What, what would be some other band names? Give me some. Come on. Bushido Blade. <laughs> no, they'd be uh, called The Bushido Blades is yeah. what they would be called. Sure. 
Brotherhood of Steel. What's what's the name of the 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 really really bad band's name from Scott Pilgrim? That's like the main character's band. The Sex Bombs. Oh, that's horrible. Ew. Is it yeah. supposed to be bad? No. Is it supposed to be like funny or like kitschy? That's an awful band name. No matter yeah, where you're from, it's pretty matter, bad. Okay, so what would what would be the really bad band name? The the sex Bushido Sex Blade. Is that what it would be called? <laughs> the name of the band? Is that what it would be? Is that it, Jerry? Maybe. Is that the is that sure. the new band there, name? No, there's it? probably something with Metal Gear Solid. What about Escape from Butcher Bay? Metal Gear Sex Solid. Mm. <laughs> Metal Gear Sexy. Me- Metal Gear Sexual. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking like you gotta go like a Nintendo property, so like a sex Zelda or something. Uh, <laughs> Zelda, <laughs> that's, that's, that's pretty good because that's like the worst. That's just like horrible to say because the s and the z <laughs> together terrible. sex Zelda. <laughs> I feel like it, it sounds like a game on newgrounds.com. I the love ad- it. <laughs> the adventure, the adventure of sex link would be one of their songs. Tom Fulp, I know you're listening to this, uh, this podcast, um, pub, Tom Fulp, the, uh, the owner of Newgrounds. Please uh, send us a link to sex Zelda. <laughs> oh my God. Sex Zelda. Oh, oh man, there would be a band. There would be a band called Cell Shading as well. No, there would be a band called Jet Set Radio, probably oh, yeah. for sure. Uh, I, I have the the bad band name. Oh, yeah. what is it? Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Kat- Katamari Sexashi. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Katamari Damasex. <laughs> oh wait, if I had a band, I'd call it the Super Scalers. Yeah, there you go. I, oh. I feel like that probably. I wonder if that is a band. The Mega be. Drivers are out there, so like Mega Drive. Feels like it should be. Like- Ever I think we've answered this question. Here's the Sex next one. Zelda. If you were a Majora's Mask NPC, what would Link have to do to get your mask, and what would that mask be? Oh, excellent. That's a that's a that's a ponderous question. It's yeah, ponderous, you got six minutes. Jerry. It's ponderous, Jerry. I don't know. I would no. probably be some uh, some jerkweed in town. With so a I, I, I haven't played the game. So are the masks sort of like reflective of the person's? Uh, persona yeah and they all do something and and they all look kind of weird okay and And it reflects your soul power and it reflects okay got it got it oh my god reflect my soul jerry uh Uh yeah i also hadn't played the game so i was prepared to mute my mic but now that frank also hasn't played it i guess i should jump back in you should play majora's mask brandon it's a fun game it's a weird one. They should they should make it available to play so that more people could play it. Nintendo of, like, made that 3DS. one. I don't know. Oh, it's available to play. It's not. It's on the 3DS. I don't mean through uh, through through a cash purchase. He means emuladores. I'm saying I want them. I want them to develop an N64 emulator and put <laughs> it on the N64 Nintendo Mini. Switch. Oh yeah, the N64 Classic Mini. So I guess if you yeah. got if you got my mask, you would be able to unlock an outrun minigame even though it's in in uh, on the nintendo platform wait so i got it for brandon you have to go around and bash your head against a bunch of rocks you need a bunch of meat right <laughs> sure. yeah, i mean i was actually thinking more the teeth climbing you could climb over ledges with your teeth <laughs> all right Ooh. Yeah. the mask okay. teeth like clank 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 yeah, clank yeah clank. it's got like a powerful jaw that yeah i like that well actually okay no 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 it, it just um you attach yourself to a surface and it does the clank, 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 but it actually just does a straight line up uh, infinitely and, and goes as high as you need to. But as soon as there's any curvature to the environment, it just stops there and you fall. <laughs> so there are special platforms that are extremely tall 
uh, straight surfaces that you can that you can uh, bonk Access to using climb. that mask. Yes, yeah, using the bonk mask. Yes, which looks like a big baby head. This actually sounds like a 3D Zelda mechanic. Yeah, yeah, yeah it does. Big baby head dot Zelda. Well, thanks everyone for thinking of mine. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Okay, what somebody? Th- what's mine then? Think of mine. I want to hear it. Um, you can hide in a in a cardboard box. Oh, Tim yeah. pees a lot. He does pee a lot. I'm just I drink two gallons of water there. per day. Two gallons yeah. of water per day, Jerry. I was going for a for a Metal Gear. Is what I was doing. Metal Gear. Two gallons a day, Jerry. Two I don't gallons. Know if Metal Gear is Tim's soul, but peeing might be. <laughs> it would be. It'd be funny if it were. I'm going to tell you what, lately I've been retaining a lot of water. I've gained like 40 pounds because of these steroids I went on. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm, I haven't been peeing as much. So I think the drinking water has now upset the balance of the uh, the urination. So I do believe that drinking lots of water would be my talent. Okay, my actually, mask. yeah, that, 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 is, that could be a mask thing. It where, would be an, um, an elephant mask with like a big drunk. Yeah. Like clear, clear out some, some water zones that you need to access some some like caves underneath or something oh that's good but then you have to put the water somewhere you gotta like spray it back out yeah otherwise you can't move you're like really slow right like you become really bloated and slow if you suck up the water and it has to go somewhere so you know there might be puzzles where it seems really obvious right like you suck up this pond and you just put it over there but if you put it over there now you're kind of stuck so you have to think it through what you gotta do is then the the dungeon itself has like weight puzzles like you have to step on something mm-hmm. to push a lever yeah. down so you just uh-huh. gotta suck the water up and then get heavier and heavier to get on certain areas but you can't jump once you're so heavy so you can only like get to certain floors oh now we're thinking in mm. order to get my mask you have to carry a pot full of water down from the top of a mountain without spilling it like an initial oh, right. d that is part of the question i forgot yeah. right you how have to get, carry how this we get pot. brandon's mask Oh, John came up with that at the start, bashing a bunch of rocks. Oh, okay. Got it. So you would have to surf down a mountain on your your shield, which I know is a Breath of the Wild mechanic, while balancing a, a jar full of water on top of your head. I know what Frank's is. Okay. So it's a, it's a mask that's really big. It's like your regular head, but it's much bigger. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you, get it, you get it by jumping on a bunch of enemies. Um, and it hurts you at first when you jump on them. But once you get the big head thing, then you can jump on them and, and it hurts them and it kills okay. them. So. Well, do you also get the, the floating? Is that, yeah, is you that get, your story? You, you, can, uh, you can kind of, uh, your, your jump gets floatier is what happens. Okay. Okay, I know mine. There's a mask in the game called the Keaton mask, which you get by uh, finding the Keaton fox and answering a bunch of trivia questions. Uh-huh. Uh, that would be exactly my thing, except it would be Michael Keaton. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. John, what, let's see. We got to get John's real quick. Okay, so John's is... Okay, you, you, in order to get it, you have to um, get hurt a lot by your own fault. Um, uh. <laughs> and then uh, eventually, through so doing, you gain a mask from, from someone who, through, through pain, gains power. And so you, uh, you basically get yourself a persona. You can get like a, a stand, almost, like a JoJo-style mm. stand that helps you in battle if you have had enough uh accidents to yourself that's that's my idea how does that sound i'm the assist for like bad players yeah <laughs> exactly not that's a bad horrible. deal next question are there any major game studios that don't seem like hell to work for Ooh, goodness uh, i don't know uh, work, working for anyone sounds like hell to me right now yeah so, yeah yeah it's tough i'm uh i'm trying to think here <laughs> 
Yeah, is there anything? Is there any job that doesn't sound terrible in like major video games? I'm gonna tell you what. I work for myself, and it's terrible. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. I can't really help you, buddy. You know, I don't know if you'd count them as major, but Clay Entertainment, Mark of Cree, and Don't Starve, and all that. Wait, it's not Mark mm-hmm. of Cree. Uh, what is it? I need a game to tell me not to starve, Jerry. That, you should see how called? much I've been eating lately. I can't, I can't remember what that game's called, but um, that Don't Starve game. Um, so Clay Entertainment, they have a very nice policy for for work-life balance. They've got, like, take off as much time as you need. It's actually encouraged and is enforced from the top on down. Not, not enforced, but exemplified. Uh, and they... I don't know, they seem to take really good care of their people. And like when the George Floyd protests were going on, they donated a million dollars, even though they're an indie game company and stuff. So a million uh, smackers, a million smackers. So I I think that that's probably maybe that one's good to work for. Yeah, I wouldn't mind working hard if I if I had some pride in in the company and the product. So yeah, yeah. Mm. So that's 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 the one I can think of right now. Uh, I'll tell you what I would I would like to be working on. Uh, I would work on that Dragon Quest 12 that they're probably developing right now. I bet they're chill because they take like nine years to make each game. Probably make a ton of stuff that you care about that doesn't even make it into the product is my guess. Right. Yeah, that's my life, though, Jerry. Mm. Work on the new Zelda. That's probably really uh, I don't want to say low stress. I don't want to speak for people's stress level, but I feel like uh, they're just so chill about Zelda. They're just like, yeah, tw- eight years, nine years. I don't care. You think internal Nintendo development is chill? I kind of doubt it. I can't believe it. it. I don't know. I think it's probably... I've, I've been to their office. I think it's chill. It's a chill neighborhood. I think, like, the best one is to not be a game developer, but just work in, like, PR or management or something. Like, something unrelated yeah. to that. Yeah. yeah. PR sounds awful, though. I think PR is probably no a really hard job. Oh, yeah. But what if you're doing, like, the, you know, the art assets for, like, the website or something? Well, then oh, you're probably yeah. a contractor probably who's a contract. not making nearly enough. Yeah. Yeah, John. <laughs> well, I mean, no, the, the, the big companies, they can afford to have a full staff for those kind of things. They I guess they have a creative team. But uh, yeah. um, friend, friend of the show, he's probably never actually listened to it, um, Sean Allen Alexander. Um, you worked for a long time in Rockstar's creative Rockstar department. Games. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto 4. He was I, on, yeah. I don't know that he described it as particularly chill. Um, and I don't think they're chill. They had all that kind of time, so yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's probably chill to work on Zelda. That's just a theory. I feel like it's probably chill to work on Dragon Quest. Just a theory. I don't know. I've never I've never worked on either of them. Uh, final question of the show before we go into the lightning round. What is the Raid 2 of video games? Oh, is the Raid 2 one of those movies that Brandon just doesn't like for no reason? No, I like it. Oh, OK. OK. I was just making sure. No, I, I but I, I was talking about the raid recently because there was this period of time where so many of the raids came out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There, there was La Horde, which is a, a French mm-hmm. one about zombies from 2009 where they French go up, raid. They go up a uh, uh, an apartment building. Then there's the raid. Then there's also attack the block. And then there's dread. And those all came out pretty close together. It's very strange. Um, it's a little anyway, bit weird. The Raid 2 is a is a movie that takes a successful small world and embiggens it yeah. and uh, succeeds pretty much in, in a pretty similar way while doing different stuff. So I, what, I used to think there be? was too much plot in The Raid 2. That was my impression when I first watched it. Oh, yeah. And then the second time I was just like, no, this is chill as heck. I just love it now. Love that yeah. film. So my, my throwaway answer is Die Hard Arcade. Oh, DHA. 
you scale a building and you take out the guys. Wouldn't that be the diehard of video games, though? Yeah. <sighs> no, it, the diehard of video games like... is raw danger. Yeah. I mean, and that's my honest answer. No, no, uh, Persona, have you not seen The Raid 2? The Raid 2 is not about scaling a building. The Raid 1 is about scaling a building. The Raid 2 is a massive crime family epic yeah. about the guy undercover. The cop undercover infiltrates a crime family and takes it down from the inside. And it's a it's First an the epic. prison and then the crime family. It's a sprawling epic that was planned as a separate film. Uh, so and then uh, it, was, it was planned as something else. And then they just decided to call it The Raid 2 and give the character the same name. So it's more like Die Hard 3 in that way. Right. Yeah. So what's the Die Hard 3 of video games? Die Hard Arcade 3? Yes. Uh, Dynamite Decca 2. Yeah. <laughs> Dynamite Decca 2? Yeah. That's right. Oh, I think the Die Hard 3 of video games is God Hand because of the kick me sign on your back. Oh, excellent. Uh, yes. Um, I always wanted to be able to do a full kick me sign run of God Hand. Can't do it. I like the skills. You know what? There's no video game in history, in history, Jerry, that has ever, ever communicated 1% of the action virtuosity of the Raid 2. That's not true. That, not that video games have to. The closest would be John Woo's Stranglehold, which is a crime epic. It's a sequel to uh, Hard Boiled. Uh, uh, it's, it's like the official canonical sequel to Hard Boiled. Did you all know this? I didn't. Oh, man. You, I realized I meant to buy that game and I bought Sleeping Dogs instead. Oh, those <laughs> dogs. Man, I, I'm sorry. Like, I can't chill with a game where it, it's just about dogs taking a nap. That's weird. I mean, they're cute. Nintendo when they, dogs? When they sleep. Nintendo. No, don't play Nintendo. Dogs. Sleeping Dogs. Nintendo Dogs, Sleeping Dogs, Watch Dogs. Rank them quick. Okay. Watch Dogs number one. Uh huh. Uh, then, well, are we talking about. Like the different versions of Nintendogs, like the Labrador one and the uh, Dalmatian one. No, just umbrella those things. Okay, umbrella them all. Uh, I'm putting them at the bottom. I'm putting Sleeping Dogs in the middle of the bottom. Uh, Nintendogs at the bottom because it's Nintendogs and cats, and that dilutes the brand. Don't like those cats. Those cats suck. Yeah. Did uh, we just uh, like do the screw, Mary kill the, these dog properties? Like, like... Yeah, that's what we do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and on that note, I think it's time to go into the lightning round. Oh man, I wanted to figure out. I wanted to figure out what the raid two was, but I can't. I can't do it. I know it's out yeah, there. Yeah, th I. It's the it's John Woo's Stranglehold, which has very virtuoso action and stuff flying right. everywhere. I know okay. it's John Woo, which is not exactly the raid, though. What it's it's what we've got. Okay. okay. This lightning round is very quick. We're going to run through this as fast as possible. It's called This or That, the simple game. Okay. Name two things, and you're going to name, and you are going to pick one of them. Yeah, you kill can me. Give me your reasoning, or you don't have to give me your reasoning. Whatever you're feeling like. Slash my go. throat, Charlie. Let's go, Jerry. Mario or Luigi? Luigi. Yeah, Luigi. Uh, he's underrated. Yeah. All right, Luigi. Mario or Wario? Wario. Mario. Fine, Wario. That guy's yeah. weird. Sonic or Knuckles? Sonic. Yeah, yeah Sonic. Sonic. I'm sorry. Knuckles is more like Suckles. Jack yeah. or Daxter? Jack or Daxter? You know what, Jack? Yeah, I'm. I'm going. I'm going with Jack too. You're going with Jack 2? That wasn't one of the Jack options. Uh, <laughs> oh, have you guys not played the new one that's not out yet? Sorry. Uh, Ratchet or Clank? Uh, Ratchet. Clank is the... Yeah, Ratchet's got the wrench. Clank is just a little tiny little turd jerk, little yeah. baby chrome dome kind of style of a robot. Baby dirt bag. Yeah, he's a little yeah. baby dirt bag. He's a little bag of Beating metal bag of Ratchet dirt. is. Uh, Rockman or Bass? I like mm. Rockman more. Yeah, Rockman. Yeah, yeah me too. He, he I like that Bass can shoot up. Yeah, what, what's he shooting up? <laughs> Bullets. <laughs> Neither of them can duck. Is he shooting up? Are we shooting up after this? Yeah. Wait, can't, uh, can't base slide. Yeah. Uh, Wait, base yeah. can duck. I think. 
Rockman can can slide. All right, you don't need to hold right. yeah, right. still it's while it's, you duck. It's, it's a moving Stupid. duck, not more, not like a sitting duck. All right, yeah. Kane or Lynch? Ooh, uh, give me that's a tough one. Wait, wait, Question of the Lynch? century. <laughs> Lynch is Lynch is the loose cannon. Yeah, Lynch is the bald one. Yeah. Lynch is like, oh my god, like that. They're both bald. They're, they're both so bald in Kane, my head. Kane, so. Kane is like, oh, and Lynch is like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. If, if we're talking about, I'm all about Lynch. If we're talking about Dean Kane versus David Lynch, I choose David Lynch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, give me that Lynch! <laughs> I guess I did so sorry. All right, Tack or the power of Juju. Oh my God! <laughs> give me that power of Juju, yo! Give me some base uh, shooting up that power of Juju. <laughs> How about <laughs> command or conquer? Uh, I don't like conquering. I, don't I, don't like I think it's command. Yeah. Commanding yeah. all the way, Jerry. Our cookie or cream? Um, Is it cream the rabbit? Uh, or... Just no. Give me that cookie. I'm sorry. Yeah. I like cookies. cookies are better. Yeah. Uh, lucky or wild? Oh, oh my God! That's a tough I'm gonna, one. I'm going lucky all the way. I was going to go wild, but that could, they're both pretty good. I, I'm going lucky because that's always like the stat in RPGs that you secretly want and they don't explain it. Oh man, a lucky, oh, yeah. a lucky build of Final Fantasy VII Remake. Heck of a mm-hmm. thing. All right, I'll go for it. Integrity or faithlessness? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> integrity. Oh, yeah, you know what? Well, I mean, faithlessness is—is is that poised as the uh, the opposite of integrity in that particular game title? Because <laughs> I, I mean, it's a that's that's a dictionarius sort of video game title. That's that's thesaurian, as I would say. Um, I'm gonna go with integrity because yeah. uh, I, I like my Acura Integra that I drive all over town. That's not true. No, no, it's not right. Mount or blade? Mount or blade? Yeah. Hmm. Ooh. Is this the, uh, the sex game question again? Mount Everest? Is that what we're talking about, Jerry? Or what about Blade the character? Blade Mountain? Blade, Blade the Vampire Hunter. Oh, I mean, I'm going, oh. with, I'm going with Wesley Snipes. <laughs> Give me the day yeah, Wesley yeah. Snipes. Yeah, Blade. Blade. Right, Tilt or tumble? Tilt or tumble? Tilt or tumble? Tilt or tumble? Tumble is like the 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 negative aspect of, of tilting, right? Like tilt that's the bad far, ending yeah. of tilting. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Tilt. so tilt. Yeah. All right. Uh, Sly Cooper or the Thievius Raccoonus? Uh, it's the same guy. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, the Thievius Raccoonus uh, is that. Uh, okay, that's. Uh, you know that's what? It's like the book of thief. Techniques. I'm sorry, just separating Thebius Raccoonus into its own name <laughs> sounds like horribly profane, so I'm going with Sly <laughs> Cooper. It sounds right. obscene to choose otherwise. You said it's a book of crimes or whatever? I want to I learn that. A book uh, of crimes? Yeah, I think it's a crime book. Are we talking yeah. about uh, are we talking about the good book, the Holy Bible? Right. That's a crime the book. The Holy Crimeble. Eternal Wings or the Lost Ocean? I want to find that lost ocean. You want person. to find the ocean? Oh, we'll think how famous we'll be if we find an ocean. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I I don't know. I think Eternal Wings if I had wings forever. Yeah, they're more useful, but wouldn't need to drink so much Red Bull. That's my Red John, Bull. What slug. Do you think? Probably hard to sleep with eternal wings, though. I could just sleep flying. They'll just eternally flap. That's they true. Eternally flap? That's not implied by eternal wings. Yeah, they just, <laughs> mm-hmm. The wings just exist. You die and the yeah. wings are still there. Yeah. Heroes of might or magic? Heroes of might or heroes of magic? Give me those heroes yeah. of magic. I want magic. Yeah, magic's magic is the way to go. Magic, magic. is god darn yeah. unstoppable. If you've got magic, you don't need nothing else. Beyond good or beyond evil? <laughs> Wait, so it's beyond evil. Yeah, if you go beyond evil, is that back going back toward good? 
Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Is morality a circle? I'm unsure of the geometry of this situation, Jerry. Yeah. Uh, where's <laughs> where's? <laughs> I mean, I don't know what's beyond either of those. Probably the same thing. Yeah, I, I, I'm thinking of this as like you know the devil's making us choose, right? And and I think between the two, I don't know. That guy's a trickster. Devil right? likes yeah. to so, give you a funky choice, yeah. Uh, they're both bad choices, though. I think you're damned um, yeah. no matter what. So, uh, I'm really yeah. outing myself as not a Nietzsche expert here. Right. It's like, if, you, if you go beyond evil, then it's like, what? It has to be defined not as evil, right? Because you've gone beyond it? So yeah. Isn't that good? Beyond, well, whatever is beyond evil is some kind of super evil. Or yeah. Persona, are you That's saying we're evil. taking this as a... As, are, you, are you trying to say that we're taking this as a moral choice and not just as a fun one? Because in that <laughs> case, if beyond good is evil and if beyond evil is good... I would say, give me that transcendental uh, evil. Let me go beyond okay. the evil and see what's. <laughs> yeah, you got to know Same. evil in order to fight evil. Beyond the evil, yeah. that's a great name. So put Speaking me, of which, put me beyond the evil. lost or the damned. I'm gonna go with the lost. Yeah, because yeah, again, lost again, we're going with the prestige aspect. If well, you find I, it, I want to help. Right, but also, damned. well, the the lost could be uh, redeemed. I don't think the damned could be by definition. That's true. Right. Yeah, but, there's no but redemption. Who damned them, Frank? That's the question. Yeah, what I if you were in the right? Yeah, what's what not my were, problem right now. What if they were damned by the cops? Just because someone <laughs> told you to get lost doesn't mean you have to be the lost. Exactly. Yeah. All right. If they All say right, get lost the and you one. listen. I want you to think real hard about this one. Pocky or Rocky? Oh! <laughs> Pocky gives me that high school Japan club flavor. So, yes. yeah, I mean, I don't see who's not signing up for Pocky. Uh, uh, sign up for Pocky, my bros. On the other hand, Rocky Balboa is... Um, you know, Adrian, etc. Rocky the Bow Boy. You know, Rocky's yeah. a good film. He trained yeah. Creed. He yeah, did. he did. He said, hey, you know, hey, 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 you know, I'm not going to train you. Why is he a fighter? Because I can't sing or dance. Can I choose? Can I choose Becky instead? You can choose Becky. Rocky, Rocky, Becky. You know, I would actually. No, OK, I have one more then. Uh, Brandon, uh, yes. Kiki, or Kai Kai? <laughs> you know, I think I'm going to go with Kai Kai on that. Give me that Kai Kai. All right. Doom shotgun uh, I, sound effect. I think by choosing the secret third <laughs> option, uh, Jonathan Persona Kim is our winner this week. Congratulations. That's a scam. That's your, a scam. Uh, your reward is homework. You get to send us a question after the show that we'll ask at the top of the next one. Nice. Uh, but for now... Does anyone have any plugs or recommendations for our audience while they go into their dark holes for the next week, waiting for our weekly recommendations? Yeah. The only thing to look forward to. I'm going I'm yes. to give you a recommendatio of an aspect ratio, which is uh, I recently <laughs> got uh, I recently got a 21.9 monitor and uh, I mentioned it on a stream and got several comments from people going, oh, have you seen those 32.9 monitors? Oh, <laughs> just making these herfing sounds uh, onto their keyboards. And it's like, okay, sure. But the reason I got a 21.9 monitor is because it's not like having two 16.9 monitors next to each other. It's like having a monitor and a third of a monitor. It's nice. Um, it has changed. Uh, I always knew I would like it. Don't, uh, you know, it just took me a long time to finally get one. And I'm using it for my Adobe Premiere editing. And it's real nice. I can do a stream with a game in 16.9 on the left side and then my like windowed and stuck stickered to the side with windows 10. And then I can have the, uh, the, the, the Twitch chat on the other side. It's very nice. Um, I think it is a wonderful aspect ratio and, uh, yeah, I'm having a good time with it. And so also one nine is the recommendation. Also, I recently stumbled upon a horde 
of Japanese dramas. I've been watching Japanese dramas a lot. And uh, last night we started watching this drama that I've heard about that I remember when I first moved to Japan. It was the drama that every single person I talked to had recommended I watch and I never watched it. And it's called Long Vacation. And it's from 1996. And you can watch it all on YouTube. It stars Takuya Kimura. And uh, I watched one episode of it after watching some other Korean dramas. We won't talk about the Korean ones I watched. And uh, I was like, wow, this is uh, so sophisticatedly well plotted and paced. And if you like, for example, the Yakuza games, which are influenced extremely heavily by Japanese dramas, check out some Japanese dramas, including that one, even though I've only started watching it yesterday. It's only 11 episodes, Jerry. So that's my recommendation. Okay. That's it for me. Who's got one? (laughs) Who's got another? I've got an anti-recommendation, which is... do count. Oh, I love those. I, I started watching uh, Let the Corpses Tan, which is a oh. a, a movie that is... Uh, I guess it was supposed to be an homage to the giallo and Western genres simultaneously, but it's it's like so into itself, so far up its own butt, that, oh. that like y- you would have had to have never seen a movie with any artistry ever in your life to be like, wow, they're doing something cool. It's all close-ups of people's mouths while they're eating, zoomed in close-ups of their eyeballs. And while they're I don't like, like that gross stuff, Jerry. No, having conversations about nothing. And it's uh yeah, it's like someone watched the first five seconds of a Tarantino movie and was like, I know what to do. Um it, I it's, know uh, what to do. So please please do not view that film if you can uh are you recommending it. people just record themselves eat then just like zoom up with your face and re- I mean, record other people's mouths? I mean, you'd have the same experience. Interesting. Uh, I'm going to recommend that, that you follow this guy, Tony Stella on Twitter, Studio T Stella. He does up like movie posters. He's a movie poster artist Alrighty. and he does, uh, he, he also retweets real good movie poster art. Uh, and he does his own custom posters for like old movies and new movies. And, uh, just kind of this virtuosically cool dude with good, with good tweets. Tony Stella, everybody. He's only got 15.6 thousand followers. Come on. Not enough. He needs more than that. Tony Stella. John, you want to recommend um, Cleopatra Fortune? <laughs> oh, shoot. Yeah. On insertcredit.com, on the forum, I have a giant Cleopatra Fortune thread where I just do a deep dive and fall crazy in love with this game about, unlike other Tetris or puzzle, puzzle drop games, um, in this one, you capture pieces by surrounding it with surrounding a jewels with blocks, and anything inside gets destroyed. So unlike matching colors, you have to keep surrounding things like Go. And later on, it just, it, it's, it's such a different mechanic that your brain has to wrap around it in a different way compared to like Petrus or Puyo. But my real recommendation is video games are lame. You guys should read light novels. I read a lot of trashy Japanese light novels. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, dude. I can endorse that. The one I recommend is uh, localized as there was no secret evil fighting organization. Seriously? So I made one myself. Um, this, <laughs> this series, it unfortunately got canceled in Japan after the second volume. So the two English volumes are out. And then the English translator is actually fan translating with official permission from the author, nice. the, the <laughs> remaining two novels. It's like, the, I've never heard a situation where the actual official localizer and the original owner of the, the writer is willing to just put it all out there because their original publisher just canceled it. So anyway, wow. you guys should read it. It's pretty good. What's it called again? Let me hear that title one more time. English title is, There Was No Secret Evil Fighting Organization. Seriously? So I made one myself. There was no secret evil fighting organization. Seriously? So I made one myself. Did I get that right? That is exactly it. Okay. Okay. Just making sure. Frank? So so I, I watched that uh, the new uh, HBO Perry Mason series, some like oh! eight episodes. Uh, pretty good. Too scary. I, got to, I, 
I got two things to say about it. Uh, first, they never play the Ozzy Osbourne song in the whole series. <laughs> Uh, second, they do play the old theme song from the original show, Excellent. but, uh, during the closing credits of the very last episode. So yeah. it's, uh, you got to wait good. a long time for that release. It's a pretty good, uh, I'm really good excited feeling. to watch that show when I, I need a T I need to get my new TV first. So it's a good TV show by which I mean, you know, it's a TV show and it's a pretty good one of right. those. Uh, me going to watch. Well, yeah. I got some recommendations of my own. Uh, my recommendation is that. Uh, you, the listener, go on over to iTunes or Stitcher or any platform where you can rate and review podcasts and leave a nice one for us. I go through and read those every week, and it's really nice to see your comments. It's a great way to increase the visibility of the show, too. Or uh, you could go lower tech and just tell people about it when they ask for podcast recommendations or if they express an opinion about video games. And you can smack them down with our better one. Uh-huh. Uh, you can also go to patreon.com slash insert credit. Those dirtbags where you can subscribe at any level to submit your own questions, get episodes a day early, and oh. even exclusive access to a growing repository of bonus content. You can talk about the episodes at forums.insertcredit.com and uh, you can follow us on Twitter. The show is at Insert Credit. I'm at Alex Jaffe. Frank mm-hmm. is at Frank Zafaldi. Tim is at 108. Mm-hmm. Brandon is at Necrosofty. And Persona is at Persona-sama. Uh-huh. So we've recorded... 151 of these episodes and most of them like almost all of them except for a few by andrew toops at the very beginning uh from very early on they've been edited by a fellow by the name of blaine brown we mentioned we usually mention him at the end of the episode when we remember to honestly i forget it too often uh, honestly without blaine this podcast never would have been able to come back after its years of dormancy and 100%. there would be no intercredit show without him blaine's moving on to new projects and i just wanted to take some time to thank him for all the tireless work he and carrie's put into putting out this show week after week uh he'll be missed Uh around here hey y'all this is blaine brown show editor i'm going to be handing over the show editing duties to some new blood but i wanted to thank you all for your support over the years i offered to join the show to edit at a time when it was only broadcast live simply because i wanted to help keep the show alive I hope you will continue to put your energy and enthusiasm into every episode as well, whether it's by supporting us on Patreon, posting on the Insert Credit forums, or simply by listening and talking about the show with friends. Thank you again for all your years of support. And now, my game is over. Yeah. We have a new editor by the name of Esper Quinn. I'm very excited for you to get to know their work. It's a listener from the very beginning of the show and uh, a close friend of mine. The music that you hear is written by Kurt Feldman. And once more, I'm Alex Jaffe. I'm Frank Cifaldi. I'm Tim Rogers. I'm Brandon Sheffield. And I'm Jonathan Kim. And your game has now been saved. Game over, yeah! If you call it roasting, it's lighthearted. It's not doesn't have mean intent right you can put it on comedy central you can get away with saying whatever you want to about this person and it's okay right we insult you because we love you is the implication except we don't it'll just be like like we pick somebody and we'll be like peter molyneux i killed your brother last (laughs) night (laughs) you're never gonna find him roast 